Hi, this is Emily Trotter, and you're listening to Coffee Talk on the Nothing But Fine Network, where my friend Helen and I talk about whatever we want. We're glad you're here. Hey! Hey, everybody! (laughs) So fun to do that. Um, It is, yet it isn't. (laughs) I will say that we now have a level of, I don't care what it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. We are, I am absolutely, I do not have a care in the world. And that's freeing. It is freeing. It's freeing. Um, You like me, you really like it. Because y'all, I've tried to get rid of it and I don't. Nobody's letting you. Apparently everyone's like, no, excuse me. Um, which is fine. I, I'm I'm for it. But now it's like I'm going to do whatever I want to. Whatever we want. Whatever we want. This is our to. show, and we're going to do whatever we want. Yeah, right. It's our prerogative. It's my prerogative. prerogative. I can do what I want to do. It's my prerogative. <laughs> See, just like that. See, and I only knew that one little bit. <laughs> See, that's the fun thing too is I know bits and pieces of things. Helen knows all the I words. Pretty much know all the words. Yeah. She's like a human Shazam over there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's your new name, Shazam! Shazam! Yes. Oh my god, I've been I've been waiting for somebody to call me Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So all of you, when you see oh. Helen, just go, Shazam! Dreams are coming true today. <laughs> <laughs> see, there you go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, now now I'm confused and <laughs> all off track. Forgot where I was. Um. <laughs> what we were doing here. Um. Yeah. Do we have? I think we have an update. Oh, I have an update. Okay. Here from the nothing but fine update desk is Helen. I cook. <laughs> yes. I did. I did. So excited. I made breakfast for my husband on Father's Day. Oh. Yes. Was he so excited? He was so excited. Was he shocked? He kept saying, thank you for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, what'd you make? What'd you make? Okay. Don't get excited, but it was exciting to me. I made uh, blueberry pancakes with fresh blueberries. Oh. Um, and I made um, bacon. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And of then, course, you can't have pancakes without bacon. No. And then I used a little bit of bacon grease to scramble some eggs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I put um, cotija cheese in the eggs, okay. which is just a Mexican cheese. Yes, that I do not like. But it's You don't okay. like it? No, I do not oh, like it. Something about it. But I'm weird about cheese. So oh, okay. That, you know, but that's well, neither here nor there. Coat said it made the eggs. Oh, so Coat likes so cotija he, cheese. He likes it. And, um, and I, you know. Cotija, cotija, because you don't. The, the J G, makes a yeah. the J makes an H sound. Okay, yeah, cotija cheese, cotija. Um, but yeah, so y'all go into uh, your local Mexican place and ask them. Uh, this only works if it's somewhere like um, with L in the name, uh-huh. like El Carrizo, uh-huh. <laughs> El Vaquero. I, I, I dare all of you to go in there and look at them and say, "Do you have cotija cheese? <laughs> cotija queso." <laughs> And and what will they say? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Report back. Report back. We need to know because I have a I have a feeling that El Carrizo would be like, eh? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no, 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 no. We don't have queso blanco. Okay. <laughs> queso blanco. I'm sorry. Is that oh. offensive? No. Okay, good. Just uh, probably true. <laughs> I mean, fancy Tex-Mex Mexican places will have the cotija. Yeah. But, um, but the L's, the El El Carrizo's and the El Vaqueros. There's a place in Atlanta called El Felix and they have cotija. Oh, okay. But it's, it's like a fancy schmancy. 
You gotta I mean, have not fancy. I mean, how fancy is Mexican food, really? I mean, but you could. It's be- a lot of fingering. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. A of lot of things foods. that you pick up and dip. You know, side note, and I promise we'll get to the topic of the day, but <laughs> it might be unimportant. Impo- unimportant. It might be. <laughs> but here's one question that I have that I was talking to my husband about: Why, when they when you order fajitas? Do they bring it out on that flaming hot plate? I'm done with that plate. <laughs> I think it is so annoying because they bring everybody's food out at the same time, yet the fajita person has to wait 30 minutes for their food to cool down before they can begin eating it. Yes. And it burns it is you. Such, such a spectacle. It's a, such a spectacle. It comes flaming through the restaurant. There's steam going everywhere. <laughs> and everybody's going, ooh, ooh the fajitas. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so annoying. And uh, it makes me not want But I love fajitas. Mm-hmm. But it makes I do me too. not want to order them. And Coach said, you have to go back to the 80s to get that one stopped. He's like, that's when they started the big fajita platters. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, apparently. Oh. And uh, and it was that was the deal back then. Because so. it felt more authentic? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who is serving steamy plates of food in their home? But, they, but also, everything you get... When you're eating Mexican is on a hot plate, hot, hot plate. plate. <laughs> it is a very hot plate, hot, hot plate, plate, hot plate. You will burn. You'll burn yourself. Yeah. Cause my boys have a thing like, okay, I can touch my plate. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, what? they told you it was hot. Why are you touching it? Idiots. I'm sorry, boys. You're not idiots. Just sometimes annoying. Um. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Bo, don't, don't at me with that. Do you hear me? <laughs> Leave me alone. Um. So anyway. So yeah. that was our announcement. So we digress. <laughs> No, no. Um, Bo, my Bo wants to know if Helen has called uh, yeah. Linda, and and she has not. No. But we have decided, I believe, Bo, that we are going to delegate that to you. Yeah. So we're going to let Bo call Linda in Calker City and get the deets on uh, the twine. That's right. And what we need to do, and ask her some questions. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have no doubt that he he will be fantastic. Well, Bo's at this not job. afraid to talk to strangers. Oh no, he loves strangers, and uh, and he is going to be he's going to be fantastic. He is. You're right, and uh, and I just hope I get to be there for the conversation. Oh, we, he he can't do it un- unattended. No, that's. I right. mean, it can't. Yeah. I mean, he has to be monitored. <laughs> but we're going to have. Like he's going to say, and we're going to go. No, 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 Linda, you do not have to answer that, Linda. You don't have to answer it. He wants to do it live. I'm not sure that that's appropriate. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But we are definitely going to have a Linda update for you in the in the in the near future. In the near future, we're going to stop talking about it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it because I mean it's been a long time. It has. It has. You guys, that this episode that um our twentieth episode is coming up. Oh my gosh! No, I mean no. We've done our twentieth. Have we? Yes, yes we've we have. done our twentieth. Oh, oh, this is the twenty first. This so, is the twenty first episode. Yeah, we're on the twenty first episode. That's right. So wow. And the reason that we're kind of confused is because, guys, we work ahead. So we do. We work ahead. We've, what we've talked we've about and what you've heard are two totally different things. Yeah. And maybe more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what I really want is okay. So, now, now we're, or do we, can we get on topic? Yeah, let's get on topic. Okay, we're going to get on topic let's talk and, about it. and say, I mean, I, what I really want to say is, hey, what's your son? So, can you guess what we're going to talk about? It's not your zodiac sign. Nope. We're going to talk about the Enneagram. Um, So, we're going to talk about that. And uh, Helen's done a lot of research. Mm -hmm. And I have taken notes. She has. That's the triangle of knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) 
It's the triangle of knowledge on my half. Um, I have made notes and I have tested all of my family. It was great fun. That's so cool. Um, We got really into it for about an hour that really annoyed Jim and my daddy. They got up and left. They were like, we're done with this, which is typical. And they both are the same. So I don't know what that says about their number, Ah. but might be interesting. So we're going to get into this a little bit. And we talked about, you know, Helen and I were talking about, you know, Person, essentially, the Enneagram is a personality test, That's right? That's and um, you have all these. It's just like, you know, and and you can't. Like I was thinking about this. Like if you say, okay, what's your sign? So my sign, my zodiac sign, is a Cancer. I'm a Cancer, and when you read Cancer, I definitely identify with some of the things that that describe Cancers. Yeah. But not all of them. Correct. But I don't put a whole lot of stock in it. I don't follow my horoscope. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, when it says be careful today, I'm like, I don't why. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? Eh, whatever. It's kind of like a fortune cookie a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a tool. Right. To define who you are and kind of figure yourself out. Because I think people can get a little tricky and a little um, hung up on these things. Yeah. Um, and what's that brick? What are the the Braggs Briggs Briggs Myers Briggs Myers the, is mm-hmm. a lot of people use that um, for personality testing, like in businesses and yeah. in, in the corporate world. I think that's used a lot um, for how to how to make people work together and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that may be more understandable to match up than the numbers are if you don't really know what they are mm-hmm. and, and if you don't really study it a lot. And you really, quite honestly what's the point of studying a lot? <laughs> well, we're going to do it for you. Yeah, we've done a little bit for yeah. you. But um, because I, when Helen and I started talking about it, I had seen this thing online. What's that? On Instagram, this this gal um, was saying that it's like the occult, why Christians shouldn't be involved in the Enneagram. Oh, and geez. I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> why? Well, I, don't, I don't get it. Um, and I could see how you could... If you give it more importance than you should. Well, I, maybe, but I don't know that if that person actually knew what it was. Yeah. Because if you if you understand what the Enneagram is, you realize that, like you said earlier, it's a personality test. Yeah. It's not a religion. No. It's not, it's not even close to um, the horoscope. Like it doesn't, you can't look up your Enneagram number for the day and like figure out how to live your life that yeah. way. It's not. Well, that's true. You know, it's, um, it just, it, it kind of defines um, well, we'll get into it, but it basically it it gives you um, sort of an overview of sort of like when you're when you're running on all cylinders and you're being the best person you can possibly be. These are the traits that you might um, espouse. And then if you're having a hard time, you know, these are your challenges that will arise. Yeah. And um, and it's based in like seven different philosophies and religions, Christianity being one of them. Yeah. No, I saw that for sure, which yeah. is what I don't understand. I could, well, I didn't understand her argument. I think mm-hmm. that she was saying, I think really what she was saying in very broad terms was it's a very humanistic view ah. of, of humans. Okay. And kind of takes God out of it, which I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand her argument, but it just made me more curious and was like, okay, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> Well, all right. I mean, I knew I was a two, but now I'm going to really look at why. Really, I'm, I'm going to look at that a lot. So, um, I borrowed a book, or someone lent me a book. Um, it was Megan uh, Stewart. So, Megan, I still have your book, and now I can give it back to you. 
and I didn't I didn't underline anything and it was really hard for me not to so I did a piece of paper that's why the triangle of knowledge was sounded um, it's called the wisdom of the Enneagram and it's the complete guide to psychological and spiritual growth for the nine personality types and it's by Don Richard Rizzo and Russ Hudson so and they also um, wrote a book called personality Types. so I think they've been in this realm for a while mm-hmm. they've, they're, they're knowledgeable so I read this so I read this book and did the test in it it has a really easy test too yeah. guys um, it's for it's like two que- it's two separate questions and that's it and then if you really want to get in and kind of dig in and make sure you are what you thought you were mm-hmm. you can answer that way so that's the book that I used Helen used the whole internet so well um, I went to so those two guys their website is called Enneagram Institute institute.com and on their website they have for $12 you can download um, a test it's got 144 questions it takes about 20-30 minutes um, to answer and then when you're done you get a printout of who you are it's like your top you get you get ranked for every single of the nine types and it gives it to you in order from like the one that you're probably most aligned with to the one that you're like least aligned with yeah and so you can go through and look. They said in your real type is within your top four, um, and then, and for me, it was quite obvious that I what the number that I was because it was six well, points away you, from any of the other ones. Did you did you do this one? I did that one. You did that one. Yes. Okay. I want to do that one too because yeah. that's interesting to me because I think we all there are pieces in all of us that we have a little bit of something of all the nine. That's what they say. Okay. Yes, is that within everybody, each of these nine personality attributes exist and it's just how much we um how much we align with whichever one like one of them will always be strongest yeah um it kind of reminded me here's the christian element again it kind of reminded me guys of your spiritual gifts yeah if you take your spiritual gift test yeah Um, and the other thing is too you can really kind of lie on all of these tests (laughs) oh you do have to be careful (laughs) they say if you're going to do the test they say to do it quickly to not answer think them, too much. do not think too much, but answer them quickly. Go with your gut instinct. Yeah, that's it, what this book says. If you gut. start, if you look, if you answer a question and then you go back and you're like, yeah, I really don't know though. Am I? D- just go with yeah. what you wrote yeah. because, uh, or what you answered because that is what, that'll be true. Yeah. Um, so we should talk about. Um, All right, go Helen. Give us the thing. We should talk about what, where this came from. Yeah, yeah. My, I have a hard time with like horoscopes and things like this if I don't know like who, like why. Yeah. Who said? Who came up with this? Um, and and why is it true? Yeah. Um, so the guy who um, developed the Enneagram personality types, um, his name was uh, Oscar Ichazo. He was born in Bolivia. He traveled to Argentina. He lived in Asia for a long time, gathering all of these different um, philosophical um, sort of understandings of human psyche. Okay. Look, you know what? You already have a question. No. <laughs> Just a statement. I digress. Yes. I see where the Spanish food is coming in. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know it was going to be relevant. But but see? See? Tie it together. We tie it together. I'm sorry. We tie it together. (laughs) We are. I might be. I've never diagnosed myself as ADD, but But I might be a little bit. You might be. Sorry. Go ahead. So it's based on (laughs) a number of different traditions. Okay. Some of them being Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Taoism, Buddhism, and the ancient Greek philosophy, particularly Socrates, Plato, and the Neoplatonists. Okay, that's everyone. That's everyone. 
That's everyone. That lists everyone. And what and when I'm what I mean by that is within every single one of these traditions, there are nine or so um, distinct sort of ultimate personality essences, which when we are living our best, most authentic lives, that is what comes to the surface. Um, and then when we are having a hard time, when we are, um, you know, maybe you sort of travel down this ladder of, of, and what happens is your ego gets involved. Yeah. And so you, you, so say one of your personality types, and I'll just use an Enneagram personality type, um, would be like the helper. So if you're living your best life, you're caring, you're interpersonal, you're generous, but if you're not, you're people pleasing and possessive. Yeah. So um, what I found very interesting, and this is sort of to tie it into Christianity, is that um, the ideas that he drew on these philosophical traditions, they, they, they almost always divided themselves into nine forms that are called the nine divine forms. And they're essential qualities that cannot be broken down into constituent parts. It was embraced by the early Christian mystics that are known as the Desert Fathers, who focused on studying the loss of the divine forms, so what happens when your ego gets in the way. And the particular ways in which these divine forms become distorted came to be known as the seven deadly sins. Huh. Isn't that fascinating? It is. So that so it has its roots in ancient, ancient history. Yeah. And this man, um, Ichazo, um, br- just brought them up to to sort of a modern day and his, and his work began in the 1960s. So you can't, and this is a, this is a misunderstanding that I had. So the Enneagram itself with that sort of nine pointed star thing that we see mm-hmm. um, and, and the different personality types that is not ancient, but the philosophies that it's derived from are. So this is a <clears throat> relatively new thing. Correct. I mean, yeah. I mean to you and I who were born in the seventies. Yeah. Wait, are you a 70s? I'm a 79. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a 77. It's not like I'm like early 70s. <laughs> not uh, old, okay, guys? <laughs> we're not that old. But to me, you know, the 60s, you're like, oh my gosh, it's just a little bit older than I am. Yeah. Um, now, you people born in the 2000s. Which I can't even say. Strange um, people. Yeah, these you babies. You yeah. go, my word, that's a long time ago. But it really isn't. <laughs> it really it's not isn't. that old. It's just a little bit older than us. <laughs> it's like 10 years. Yeah. 10 years older than it's us. It's not that old. Mm-mm. It's young. It's a spring kitten. <laughs> kitten? Chicken. My Chicken. bad. <laughs> I knew that didn't sound right when I said it. And I was like, no, I'm worrying about nothing. <laughs> spring chicken. It's spring chicken. The correct um, thing is spring chicken. Yeah. So maybe we should go Why not through. A kitten? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> I'm no spring chicken. <laughs> Or kitten, for that matter. All right, go ahead. Helen, tell us about the types. So maybe we should go through the types. Uh, well, tell me while I, while while I you say silly things. <laughs> it might, but I don't think so. So I'm going to give you um, an overview of the different types and also some famous people who are each type. So this okay. will be really fun. Okay, so type one is called the reformer. They are rational, idealistic, principled and purposeful on their best days. On their worst days, they are self-controlled and perfectionistic. And a t- two type one famous people are Martha Stewart. Of course. Yes. And Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, now, see, wait, before we, we should say, yeah. 
We did two for each one. Correct. Because they're also, see, this gets in the weeds a little bit, guys. So when you find your number, you can also find your wing. That's right. So before I thought that a wing was like anyone that was you were like you're next in line, mm-hmm. and that's not correct. Mm-hmm. It's only the number on either, either side. side. So this one, like Martha Stewart, is a one with a nine wing. The nine wing. Okay. Um, and then Hillary Clinton is a one with a two wing, which sounds weird um <laughs> when you know what two when you know is what two is and what we and now but that's just you know yeah, we what we've know. seen we know, we don't know, know hillary her. we don't know her personally we, don't know we her. i really can't judge yeah um on if i agree or disagree with that number selection so um but so that's what these two are it's they're both ones but right. they have different they wings have different wings so, so it'll show how different these two, these two people can be. How different yeah. you can be within your same number, which I don't know. Hillary and Martha seem close. But, you know, they actually kind of do. Yeah. But maybe Hillary's a little bit more caring than we think. She might she be. She must be. She might be. She only puts so, on her mean pants to be political. Political. Okay. There you go. So type two, which is Hillary Clinton's wing, they are caring, interpersonal, and demonstrative, generous. Um, but in the worst, they are people-pleasing and possessive. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> That's who Emily is. I am a two. She I'm a, a helper. Two. The helper. That's right. That's what this one's called is the helper. Um, and I love that the helper has. So I, this is interesting. Once upon a time, I was a helper. Mm-hmm. And I found out in my research that women often misidentify as helpers. Huh, how fascinating. Because that is what we are trained to be. Oh. Because we're there. They have, it's other directedness, thoughtfulness for others, self-sacrifice, Mm-hmm. nurturance. Um, these are all qualities that the helper imbues and women are often asked to be all those things. Do you know, do you want me to give you a little biblical? Yeah. Who do about it? Yes. Not who do. Um, so when in, in Genesis, when God is creating woman uh-huh. from man, he says, you need a helper. You need someone to be with you. And the word that he uses there is, the same word used to describe the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. So we have really? women have some of the same qualities the that the Holy Spirit, Spirit does to come alongside, to help, to comfort. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Isn't it? Yeah. Thank Power you for to the that. woman. Power to the woman. Yeah, yes. Women's rights, girl boss, girl. all of it. <laughs> Women's lib. All of it. No wonder everyone wants to be a woman. (laughs) And in that same vein, guess who are twos? Mother Teresa is a two with a one wing. Yes. That's me. I'm with the same as Mother Teresa. That's right. I know you're all like, of course you are. guess who else is a two? Arsenio Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, he's a two with a three wing. Yes. Again, we Again. don't know. We're just reading. We're just, yeah, we don't. I mean, I mean, that's um, fun. We're taking we're taking the book literally, and uh, yes. we're, I'm believing that these guys who wrote the book I did mean, their research. They're, they're, I mean, Don and Russ seem. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did write a whole book about it. I mean, they seem. They do have an institute. <laughs> they do. I mean, it seems knowledgeable. Yeah. So, I mean, let's who, talk about type three. Who are we to judge? I don't know. So I'm a type three. I thought I wasn't. I didn't want to be a type three. <laughs> I wanted to be a type four. 
Um, but it turns out I'm a three. I took the test. What's your wing? I want to know what your wing I'll is. I'll tell you. My wing is a four. Okay. So but so type threes are called the achievers. Mm-hmm. They're success oriented. They're pragmatic. They're adaptive, excelling. Um, at their worst, they're driven and image conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, arrogant narcissism. See, it's, I don't think of that. I mean, I see that maybe in you, but not the arrogant narcissism. Yeah, yes, I see that narcissism. I in see that. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Helen's the most non-arrogant person I know. Oh, but I mean, I can see that in you, but I never would have said that's what you were. Yeah, uh, I, I don't like it. I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, well, what's your force? Like, what's your wing say? So about my you? wing says about me. So, well, let me tell you who. Let's finish the three. So here are the threes of the world. Um, John Travolta is a three with a two wing. And then Madonna is a three with a four wing. See, you fit in right both with those people. Now, here's a side note on John Travolta. Oh, yes. As we sit here recording this episode, he is in Columbus somewhere yes, on the streets. And I had to look at Helen and say, what is wrong with us? Wait, tell him why he's here, because that oh, sounds as weird. Okay. That he's just um, in here in Columbus on the streets. He's not vacationing. <laughs> I mean, he didn't just show up. He's there. He is doing a movie here. Yes. There are trailers all over downtown Columbus. Um, it makes parking a nightmare. Um, great for our city and tourism. Though. That's so right. we're, we're glad to have them. But Helen, I had to ask her earlier, I said, what is wrong with us? Why are we not down there waiting outside those trailers? Making a scene. I mean, yeah, we're press. I know, we're press. <laughs> and then I said, she, Emily said, we need to get press badges. And yes. I was like, no, you know what we need to do is get those little hats with the card that, yes. on, that says press. Because that's going to look the most official. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that will look way more official than a badge uh-huh. that we make ourselves. Yeah. Um, because we could go get that lamin- laminated right down at Office oh, Max or Office sure. Depot, whichever one we have now. Um, but here's the thing. So if Helen and I do this, if y'all see us, you can do one or two things. You can either mind your business and keep moving (laughs) or you can give us a little paparazzi and make it seem like we are super important in the community of Columbus. Yes. Yes. Because I think that John Travolta would be an amazing guest on Coffee Talk. Oh my gosh. John Travolta, come on, let's talk. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. Love it. Tell us your things. John Travolta. All right. So we're going to do that. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> I got you. That multiply is. We will not do this if he comes in. Here. No, we will not. We will not. Oh, we will totally do it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Actually, we are. I'm going to ask him to go stranded at the driving. <laughs> Brandon. Oh, fool. What will they say Monday at school? <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> yeah, okay, so sorry. we might need we to get digress again. together before we... Um, mm. That took three minutes. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> type four, which is the type I want to be, uh-huh. which is my wing, is the individualist. Uh, they are sensitive, withdrawn at times, expressive, dramatic. At their worst, they're self-absorbed and temperamental. Um, they, have, they are very self-aware and they have artistic creativity. See, that is you. See? Yeah, it's yeah, me. That's me. But um and they've got a lot of like self-consciousness, self-doubt, their depression, like you know those are things yeah. that at my worst I have I struggle with. Um but apparently I've got a lot of just drive in me that makes the achiever the one that really sticks out. Yeah. Um, I see that. Some of the some type fours that you might know are Jackie O. She is a four with a three wing and Johnny Depp is a four with a five wing. Oh. <laughs> of course he of is. Of course he is. He is an individual. Yeah, he is. 
Um, so five, who's a five? Well, fives are, so this, oh, so this must be, we may probably need to talk about this. Two, three, and four are in the center called the feeling center. So they're very mm-hmm. emotions driven. And now sense. we're moving into the thinking center, which are these people are more cerebral. Type five is intense. See, I wanted to be a five. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, well, cerebral, perceptive, innovative. Yeah. Um, they value the acquisition of knowledge, inventive originality. Um, but they also can be secretive, isolated, emotionally detached, uh, eccentric in a bad way. See, I, that's why I need to go, you know, and that's why I need to go do that test because some that that's a lot of me. Yeah, and I under, I wonder if you're not misidentifying as a two because you're such a good helper. You're such a good helper. I am a good. No, I'm a two. You're a two. Yeah, it's the story of we're getting all my Bible knowledge out today. Oh, good. Uh, not all of it. I'm I'm not gonna talk about myself like that. Um, it's not all of my knowledge no, about the Bible, lot. but um, and it's the story, you know, Mary and Martha, y'all know Mary and Martha. Yes. They're the sisters. Martha is a two. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes. And I identify with her so much yeah. that she goes to Jesus. And says, uh, my sister is doing nothing. Yeah. She's not helping me. I'm the one doing the dishes. <laughs> I have cleaned this place from top to bottom. I've cooked everything. I'm seeing about everyone and she's not helping me. Doesn't that upset you? Yeah. He says, no, she's doing the better thing. <sighs> oh, offensive. It is offensive. Offensive. Sorry, I'm off topic. No, I'm it's, be a five, it's true. But I'm really a two. <laughs> I don't think there's any mistake. Here are the fives that we love. Uh, Lily Tomlin is a five so with fun. a four wing. And then old Bill Gates, he's a five with a six wing. Which is um, funny to which me. Which is funny. A six is called the loyalist. Um, they are committed, uh, security-oriented. Security they are engaging, responsible. They can also be anxious and suspicious, um, rebellious. Uh, they have feelings of inferiority. Huh. Uh, yes. So type six people. Diane Keaton is a six with a five wing and Princess Diana is a six, Aww. a loyalist. Yeah. And she's got a good old seven wing. Now, seven. That makes her a buddy. And that I don't know her. that because that's one of my children. Which show, say, say that. Which Mac show? is a six with a seven wing. He's a buddy. And he's a buddy. And so sevens, I love sevens. I don't, I was, as I was reading this, I was like, I feel like I'm kind of married to a seven as well. Um, because sevens are the enthusiasts. They're busy, fun-loving, spontaneous, versatile. They're also very distracted and scattered. <laughs> uh-huh. um, they have the potential for hyperactivity, oh, yeah. impulsiveness, excessiveness, and escapism. Oh, yeah. Yes. I got one of those at my house, too. Van <laughs> is a seven. Yes. But he has a six wing. He has a six wing. Makes him the entertainer. That's right. Which Those are so, just fun people. Yes. A se- sevens are fun. Um, they're the life of the party. They are. Yes, they are there. I feel like Chris Farley should be on this list and it's not. And he should be a seven. He should be a seven. Yes. And, and again, that's just my personal perception of him because Jim and I always say that van is Chris Chris Farley. Farley. Now you young whippersnappers, um, aren't going to know who he is. That's right. He he overdosed. Um, yes. So y'all need to look up the movie, Tommy boy. You need to watch it. Immediately today, yes, it's, it's too if funny. I mean, I could do the whole, I could do the whole movie for y'all right now. Um, it <laughs> makes me laugh so much. Um, and then he had some great characters on Saturday Night Live. Oh my gosh, we just yeah, oh, it was hard when he died. Yeah, he was such a joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who are the other sevens? Okay, um, 
Carol Burnett. Of course she is. Yes. She's a seven with a six wing. And then Lucille Ball yes. is a seven with an eight wing. Mm. Yeah. And that's a pretty powerful, that's pretty powerful. I would say they are trouble. Yeah. Seven with an eight is trouble. Yes. Because an eight is called the challenger. I got one of those too. This, and this is y'all so- pick. Y'all, y'all pick. Who do you think it is? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. You just pick. Who do you think it is? It so perfectly describes this child. Yes. Um, so here are the characteristics of an eight. Powerful, dominating, self-confident, um, self-determined. They have a great magnanimity um, and the ability to take personal initiative. At their worst, they have potential for domination of others. Mm. They have a crude insensitivity. Oh, my God. Combativeness. Mm-hmm. Ruthlessness. Yes. So, I have a challenger at my house. Yes, you do. Um, it's Bo. It's Bo. It's Bo. It's Bo you, <laughs> you already know that. You already know that. None yes. of you are here, so we can't take a show of hands. So, we, But we already can't know that shout you know. it out, but it's Bo. I'm just and here, gonna... this was so fascinating to me. So I'm just, I'm going to read you the two. So Joan Crawford is an eight. But no listen. more wire hangers! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I forgot from the time that we decided to do that until right now. I forgot, and it just made me so happy. That's from Mommy Dearest, people. If you don't know that, stop what you're doing and go see Mommy Dearest. Go watch that, too. It's old. Um, and so good. Joan Crawford. Uh, yeah. So Very traumatic movie. Oh, so good, though. So good. Um, but listen, so get this. These are eights. Trump is an eight. Don't turn us off. Wait, yeah, wait, don't wait turn us for off. it. Wait for don't it. Turn us off. MLK Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. is an eight. Those two people. Those do they t- seem more night and day? I mean, no. They couldn't be more night and day, but they are. And it's probably because of their wings. Yeah. Um, because Trump is a is an eight with a seven wing. <laughs> Which that's Bo. <laughs> Which is Bo. But Bo that offensiveness. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. But Bo is it, it, you know, he's like he hasn't gone to the dark side. No, he's no. good. He's good. Um, and then MLK is an eight with a nine wing, and a nine is so great. I think my, one of my sisters is a nine. It's the peacemaker. Yes. And they are um, seeing that makes so much. He's yeah. a challenger. He's pushing the limits, but he's also a peacemaker. Yeah. He said, we're going to do this peacefully. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense it for him. Sense. It really makes yep. sense for him. Um, so because peacemakers are easygoing, self-effacing, receptive, reassuring. Um, they've got the potential for emotional stability unselfconscious, did I say that, physical endurance, physical endurance, that's interesting, and creating yeah. harmony with others. But negatively, um, they could be too passive, disengaged emotions, neglectful, um, complacent. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> so that, anyway, some of our nines, and this is the last one, I forgot. Um, some of our nines are Ronald Reagan. So he's a nine with an eight wing, um, which sort of makes sense because if yeah. you're just a nine you're probably not going to become president right <laughs> you know <laughs> but if you've got some challenger in you that makes sense yeah and then so it goes in a circle so the next wing for a nine would be a one wing and that's audrey hepburn wow so she's a peacemaker and a reformer all put together which i mean that matches with some of the things i've read about her yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting you know, that's interesting, though, it, and it's interesting to look at it, especially if you're looking at political people. And there were a lot in the book that they listed to kind of look. I mean, I also think that Mikhail Gorbachev is the same as Trump uh-huh. and, and and MLK. Um, they. Um, it, it, it's interesting to look at it and because you think, OK, Ronald Reagan was 
I mean, in the in in my view mm-hmm. of of his presidency, he was a pretty good president mm-hmm. and and did well and mm-hmm. was I think extremely popular. But he also was an actor first, right? So it's yeah. interesting to see how that part of him how it fits together. Yeah, yeah, it's it, that's yeah. always fascinated me is the fact that he was an actor who became a president. Yeah, I'm just like. Is that, can you do that? Because I've been an actor. <laughs> I, I know lots. And <laughs> I'm not voting for I'm not voting for Honestly, wouldn't vote for myself to be, if I was <laughs> No, don't, don't pick honest. me. Don't pick me. Mm-mm. No, not at all. But see now, Bo, when I look at Bo, I'm like, he could run for something. He shouldn't. Oh, absolutely. He, no, he shouldn't, but he could. <laughs> he People could. would vote for him. Oh, yes. He is not qualified, but he... <laughs> But he has that personality. He yeah. has the charm. Yeah. He's got that quality, that star quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, it's very, very interesting. I wonder where Biden is on the list. I wonder what he is. I wonder if we could Google that. We absolutely could Google that. You Google that. I'm going to look it up. Um, no, I'm Googling that. Googling you, that. You talk about something else. Okay. I'll tell you this. Yeah. You so, give us some more facts and um, figures. Yeah, I will. Um, so the last section that we talked about, type eight, nine, and then one, are in the instinctive center, um, and these, and so that would be like people who rely on their instinct more than their feelings and more than their um, what was the other one um, than their brains. So there are three different centers within these nine types: thinking, feeling, and instinct. Um, and what I think is probably mo- like really important is that when we're at our essence, when we're at our best, that's when we are, um, we're perfect, fearless in loving unity with ourselves, with, you know, with the world, whatever, with the cosmos. Um, there's no conflict between our head, heart, and our stomach. And that's what, um, when I, when I was first reading the qualities, that's what the first part of the list of qualities were like for a type eight, powerful, self-confident, decisive. Um, those are the, like sort of the best you can possibly be, but what um, the Enneagram teaches is that when your ego gets in the way, that's when like your real personality comes out. And that's when you fall down the list into those other uh, qualities. Like for an eight, the willfulness, the confrontationalness, confrontationalness. Um, I'll allow it. Yeah, thank you. Um, so one cool thing that the Enneagram does is it teaches us like how we can find how we can rise to our true essence yeah, and how we can, we can become aware of like our challenges and then our, also our virtues. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a, one way that this is a good tool Yeah, is that you can put words around why you're acting a certain way. Yeah. And then you can challenge yourself to grow out of it. Well, and I've seen a lot of things too with, you know, for a while, for a while, I was following this on on Instagram, and then I got tired of it because it was like the same information over and over again. Because that's the thing; it's always, yeah. It's all, the first time you read it, that's really all you need right. because it's not going to change, <laughs> right? Um, so, but I used to see this like if you're a two, if you're married to a two, uh-huh. here's some of the things you should say, or is your two upset about this? And uh, here's how you should re- here's a question you should ask. Yes, and a lot of them were really really like on the money right like very like oh i wish jim would say this i mean i took screenshots and sent it to him he's like i don't know what you're talking about um i was like this is me (laughs) here's how you do with me and while i was because i made guys i made my whole family do this test so i I tested my whole family um 
And then my parents came over and I tested them too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love but it. with Mac, I, I it was hard because Mac is nine, or soon to be ten, and I, you know, the language of this te- it was hard to figure out how to make the questions how to make the questions uh, apply to him right. so that he could understand, understand or mm-hmm. that even that I could understand to kind of put him in one right. So I googled um, you know tests for kids, and it was really interesting because it it was just columns mm-hmm. of all the with the numbers with is your child this, mm-hmm. and it gave you things to check off, and so the ones that had the most was where he was. Oh, okay. Um, and so Mac was a six. So and I and there are parenting. So in all of that, it's like how do you parent your six? six or how do you how parent do you your parent your yeah. you know whatever they might be? Which is interesting and Absolutely. fascinating because it's it's a lot like here's another personality kind of test is the love language mm-hmm. thing yep. you know how and that might be an interesting thing too to look at i wish yeah. they were combined Ooh, yeah. like how does an enneagram six want to be loved yeah how, how yeah. is a two who's also because i'm a two and i'm an acts of service mm-hmm. so oh that's interesting because you love how do you do that yes Two's love to serve. Yeah. And so that lines. But now I but now I don't think your Enneagram number may I don't know if it may change. They say it doesn't change. You they, feel like they do a little bit. Uh, my, well, mine change the, the reason it might change is because it's if you've done um a lot of good therapy mm-hmm. and so you've really sort of dug Well, you find your self awareness right. and your and then and then here's the most interesting thing. And they say that this is a very tiny percentage of the population that when they take the test, they are an equal equal in every single area. Oh, the well-rounded one. That's either because you are sort of an enlightened person. And so mm-hmm. all of your, all of these nine sort of elements are at their, working at the peak of their, their essence. Or you're just wishy-washy. Or, yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Or, or you no have one. no idea who you are. And yeah. so your answers are so confused or so either you've done the work or you've done none of the work. Yeah. And those are the only ways that you can score high and ever or score equal in every, all of the nine categories. Um, but so, yeah, so sometimes they change because you've done work yeah. on yourself. And that's well, what happened to me is that the first time I ever took this, I was a two and then I went through some life yeah, and some, and learned some lessons. And yeah. now I'm, I'm a three who dreams of being a four. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. and I, you know, it, it was interesting too to see the different personalities in my household taking the test. Right. And how everyone, you know, Jim was over it. He was not interested. Uh-huh. And he thought that what I was doing was hoodoo. So he had to go find himself his own. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So he did it because he wanted to double check and make sure that I Doing that you were doing it right because he kept answering things and I would go mm. wait what is he again he's a three he's yes, an achiever see? like you yes so he was an achiever he needed and, to do it for himself right and I expected yeah. some of our children to be this I expected some of the six of us I mean there are six of us mm-hmm. I expected I mean my children came from a two and a three I expected my children to be some to be of like them you. to be like one of us yeah. you know at least one of them none of them are but um, my daddy was also a three mm-hmm. and my mom is a loyalist. She's a six. Well, Mac is a six. Yeah. And so it just is interesting to see that that different. So these traits are being passed down through. And you married someone like your father and which is like yeah. not at all surprising. No, that's, that's I mean, completely. Yeah. 
I love that. Yeah. And and then when, because this book too, it had really, y'all, this book is kind of interesting because it'll say when you read your type, you don't have to read the whole book. You can just read your one type. You just read your type. Yes. But it was like when I'm under stress, I act like an eight. Yeah. That's fascinating to me too. Yes. And that is so true. Yes. It has. So for every, everybody, and that's, I think it's the, when you look at the picture of the Enneagram, like I said, it looks kind of like a nine pointed star and all of the numbers are connected by these little lines in different ways. And so you've got sort of a triangle. So every number has like a triangle. When you're under stress, you act like this number. And when you're doing really well, you act like a different number that's across the circle from you. Um, And so you can get really deep. Um, And and also then there's a section, uh, I think in the book too, but definitely online that talks about um, the Enneagram types in relationship. So you can look up if you are married to a two, you can, look up how you guys function yeah. uh, at your best, at your worst, what you can work on, questions right. to ask each other. Yeah. Well, and that's why I looked in this book. I started to read, I was like, I don't, this doesn't help me. <laughs> tell me what to do. They, Don, they, Russ, tell me what a, to do with I think them. it's a different book. Yeah. They've written a couple books and I think they have a whole book on relationships. Okay. Um, See, that would be fascinating. Deep dive. The next deep dive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I feel a part two coming on at some point. We in the might future. have to. Yeah, we might. But I want all of you now you need to do you're, you're going to have to do an update on this. So we'll yeah. have, have to do another episode. Um, it won't be the next one because this is going to require some some doing. So you guys are going to have to hold on to be continued. Yeah. But you need to do your whole family. Yes. You've got to do all I gotta your do sisters. My sisters. You got to do your sisters. Oh, my gosh. That See, because so you guys that, that is there's five of them. And, and Mary, there are six Varner women. Yep. That will be you know fascinating. What? We're going to do it at the beach. Okay. Yes. We're going to do it at the beach. That will be great. Yes. That'll, be that'll give you all an activity. activity. <laughs> yes. Oh, how much fun we're going to have. All your husbands are going to be like, what, what are you guys doing? We're and they're going to be like, you know what? That's because you're an eight. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> so reason you're doing that. they have to do it. We're going to get a whole oh sampling of the population by getting the Varner family. Uh-huh. That, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 There we go. There you go. Okay, it's been 45 minutes. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. So much. See, that's how we're going to have to do another one. But it was, a, it, y'all, this is, see, you just kind of scratch the surface. You do. You, you do. You just kind of scratch the surface. And yeah. I mean, really, we've been talking about ourselves the whole time. I don't know if you've guys have. <laughs> but hopefully but, you've I mean, maybe. How many times have I said, oh, that's us. Oh, but see, hopefully you've maybe seen a little bit of yourself in one of the the types and maybe this has piqued your interest yeah. to go and take the test or do get the book and do the little test inside the book. Um, or there's plenty of them online that are completely free. And yeah, that Jim are, found one while I was asking him questions. He found one too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you just Google have it. Have fun with it. Just Google it. Although I'm going to go do the one where I pay for it. Yeah. Um, shoot, I was going to say something. Else. Oh, she forgot y'all. Left my mind. Dang. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Oh, good. Um, I think this is an opportunity to know yourself better. Indeed. And I think, and maybe this is why some of these um, conservative Christian women are upset about it. Um, I don't think knowing yourself better diminishes who you are in your Christian faith. Uh, no. Um, I think it, uh, <laughs> well, you know, some people are like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, see, you, I just can't. I can't I with that. I know. I know. I know. Um, it it does matter, and because not only does it affect, will it affect how you maybe your relationship is with your spouse or your children or yes. your, your parents even, but it'll work with 
with what your relationship will be like with the Lord. So one hundred percent, not to be. I mean, this has turned into a Bible, Bible, um, a Bible study. Well, it doesn't kinda. have to. I mean, it's just your relationship with your higher power, with whoever, whomever, yeah, whatever you believe in. If you don't know yourself first and love that person, yeah, how are you going to love and know anyone else? That's right. That's just the truest thing that I know. And I, mm. it's something that I'm working on. Always have been, always will be. Yeah. But that's the truth. And um, and this is just another tool in your in your toolkit. Yeah, that's what you can do, what you can yeah. use. So I hope you enjoy that, you guys. Yeah. Um, if you are interested in more Bible learning, um, you can listen to the sister podcast of this one, Bible Talk. Do it. Um, you know, I'm, I love it. It's, it's so good. It's really fun. Um, and, and of course, because I'm, I'm like, I mean, it says in this book that a two with a one, with a two with a one, I'm like Mother Teresa. And, so, uh, hey. <laughs> and then I'm, I lean towards moral and religious teachings. Hey. Fits right in. I'm right on brand for that. Yes, you are. So, um, so tune into Bible Talk. Tell your friends. Um, also, there's Let's Talk, and that's not so much, you know, that, you know, we're, we're going to have a guest host with Helen Wing put John Travolta there. Um, too. Yes, that's Let's what just, I was, yes, that's what I think. He needs to come um, on Let's Talk. Okay, so we're, we're I'm a, I may write him down on my board over there, but I, that's a finite, that's a deadline. <laughs> This is a very small window. Yeah. And I've wasted a lot of time already. Um, so anyway, so we, we we thank you for being here for this very long episode of yes. Coffee Talk. We hope you have enjoyed it. We hope that you will give it five stars. We hope that you will become a follower, a subscriber, Please whatever do. you want to call it on whatever platform you listen to it on. But tell your friends, invite them to come along. Y'all do a deep dive together, will you? Will you do it? Will you do it? <laughs> So thanks for being with us. Yes. We're still on a poetry break, but now we're going to sing ourselves out. Helen, are we going to sing a song or are we going to do a little ditty? Let's sing it. Let's sing Billy. Okay. Billy, Billy, don't you lose my number because you're not anywhere that I can't find you. <laughs>